Greetings and salutations. Welcome to NWR Newscast. Big episode 20 after a three-week hiatus due to that, you know, that thing that happened. I've already forgotten about uh, it. The landmine that lands in Los Angeles (laughs) and a bunch of people go to. Oh, the the Connect Show. (laughs) Yeah, the Connect Show. Screw that noise. With me on the newscast this week, I have Zach Miller and Neil Ronahan. What's up, guys? Um, not much. I was uh, I want to propose of calling this the NWR Connect Cast from now on. Yep. How about the Movecast? Yeah, the Movecast. Well, I don't know. Like the Movecast. It's pretty much the same shit that we already do, just with shinier yeah. graphics. You you have to stand up when you're listening to this podcast. Well, yeah. For the Connect yeah. Cast, I guess we'd have to do this without a computer. Or a headset, we just have right, to, true. you know... That's true. ...hope that the system reads what we're doing. Audacity, record! Yes. Xbox, the big news for the newscast this the week is that is that you're meant to actually listen to the show while dancing around like an idiot in front of your television. Yes. Yep. Uh, and uh, everything... And, and, and the podcast will take care of itself, I promise. Although you can't be sitting down while you're listening to it. Because and there otherwise will be an enormous work. lag. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just out of curiosity, I guess before... Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna hijack this now because I was the only Do it. member of the the crew to go to E3 and we're gonna talk about E3 to start the show but we're gonna do it a little differently I guess but first uh, what the hell did you guys even think about Connect and all the hoopla that surrounded it oh, just boy. out of curiosity care. I just don't care at all all right I don't yeah. care at all yeah, well, I, don't... I, I think the menu navigation is cool but you know what I'm not gonna pay 150 dollars to uh, be able to scroll through things with my hand. Yeah, and I, I don't really see the point in rewinding by holding up my hand and slowly dragging it back. I'd rather just use a fucking button. Exactly. See, like, to me, and I think this is probably an unpopular opinion on a Nintendo, you know, fan site and for a for an, a staff writer at a fan site, no less. Um, I, I'm not personally of the belief that motion control has done a whole hell of a lot to add to gameplay over the past four years. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm just not. I just, in some I just cases, don't think it has. Like, I would say, like, like, as far as sports stuff, like, you know, with Tiger Woods, with even Wii Sports, like, I think it's added a lot in that regard. Like, I don't think I'd ever if give a shit about it. If a game is built from the ground up to work with motion control, and it's done extremely well, it can be a lot of fun. But the like problem the is, like... Prime games. We're, yeah, well, yeah, Metroid Prime is actually a really good example of a game that is done well. You know, Boom Blocks is another one that was done well. And, of course, you know, Wii Sports and Wii Sports Resort are yeah, both done well, but... I personally, and I know Mario Galaxy is a fantastic game from top to bottom, but I think it's kind of inexcusable that what's four and a half years into the Wii's lifespan and we're still mapping the press of a button to shake remote. Because I think that's completely distracting, for one, from the gameplay. It takes me out of the gameplay when I'm, like, shaking the remote to, to, you know, break a block or kill an enemy. It's not immersive to me at all, and so many Wii games do that. And I know that that's not what Connect and Move are proposing to do. They say they're going to, you know, do it right or whatever, but I I just don't really believe... I I think the Wii has been successful for a lot of reasons, but I don't think it's been successful because it took motion control and made it into a I think motion motion control is just part of it. Like, yeah, motion control is like, part it's, of it. It's, it's Absolutely kind it of, I mean, now, we're, now we'll actually talk about Nintendo now, but like uh, Reggie was saying in the press conference, or kind of the general attitude from Nintendo is what you could tell from the showing, is that it's not all about the Wii insert bullshit name here. Like, I mean, they have Wii Party, but that's just like an example of a bridge title, and it seems like at this point, those bridge titles are kind of fading away, and they're giving you, you know, the real games, like the, the Kirby's. The Donkey Kong games, you know, mm-hmm. Metroid, sure. Zelda, 
And I feel like a lot of these, you know, Wii Sports Resort, Wii Play, Wii Fit, that was all a build-up to get the, get introduce a new group of people to, you know, Nintendo and Wii and everything, and then get them to move on into being, you know, heavier gamers. It's also what Nintendo talked about last year during the press conference with the whole thing of having people that have never played games, people that sometimes play games, and people that always play games. And they want to get those sometimes people to play more and those people that never play to try to play more or play at all. Yeah. Well, like, I, I'm I'm fairly certain that if you asked Sony and Microsoft, they would tell you that the rationale behind Connect and, and Move is to try to, you know, bring new experiences to those consoles. Um, but I would tell you that the rationale behind Connect and Move is the gap on the line graph between Wii sales and PS3 sales. Yeah. I mean, they are trying to capitalize on the success of the Wii, and they are doing it wrong. They're not going to have a Wii it. kind of success by adding motion control because the motion control in and of itself is not what made the Wii into the success it is. It was the marketing. It was the branding. It was it was just the way the console was presented from day one. And it was also because at the time it came out, it was a relatively unique idea. Uh, none of those things are really present for, for Connect and Move. Maybe I mean, they'll target the Oprah audience, but it's been done already. It's not new anymore. Yeah. Right, it's four years too late. And also, if you think about it, Nintendo, you know, when they released Wii, what did it come with? Wii Sports and a Wii Remote. At this point, you buy a 360. I assume they'll have a Kinect bundle at the end of the year, same with Move, but even still, you have all these people that already have these systems, and if they don't yeah. buy into Kinect or Move, then you're losing a whole group of, a whole big part of your audience. Because To I me, mean, I, yeah. To me, at this point, Microsoft and Sony are just alienating their audience. They're just gonna they're just gonna split it because yeah. you know what? Are, are they gonna make Halo require Connect? Well, if so, then they're gonna piss off their audience. They, they are but the reason the Wii the Sports is successful is because it required motion control. It was built from the ground up for yeah. it. You couldn't play the game without it. They replaced their controller with the Wii Remote. Microsoft's not replacing its controller, and, and neither is Sony. They're supplementing it. And you know what happens when you supplement your controller, your, your system with a new controller? You end up with the Power Glove or the Power Pad or Rob or, or any other <laughs> or, number or we, of, let, let's of peripherals. Let's go into a detail that, that I think, get, or uh, an example yeah. that is I'm a little more relevant is uh, Sega Genesis with the 32X and the Sega CD. Yeah. All that extra crap that basically segmented oh, yeah. the user base even more until they released Saturn when E3 hit. And guess what? 360 released a new 360 the day that they were uh, had their press conference. So, yeah. wow. And it costs as much as the old one. That is bullshit. Yeah. This may end up being my personal version of saying you can walk into a store on launch day and pick up a Wii. I'm saying right here and right now that Natal and Move will be afterthoughts mean, this time next connect. year. Sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. Connect and Move. They'll be afterthoughts a year after launch. I'm saying it right here, right now. I'll stand by that until I'm proven wrong. I guess. Move has the same kind of like shooter game potential that the Wii Remote does, but I don't see it being used. But do PlayStation like... owners want it? Do well, I mean, PlayStation that's, owners that's, really want it? Like that's I was saying, thing, before, like... I'd like to play Resident Evil 5 on it. I won't be able to, but I'd like to. But like the vast majority of games, like you wouldn't play Ratchet and Clank on a Move. No, yeah. I, I mean. I mean, like, that's the thing, is that there's no compelling games on either on either platform. I'm not even going to say system. Like, Connect, like, I mean, that's the thing, is, like, going through all my press conference, it's like, yeah, like, Connectables, no. Connect Adventures, okay, maybe that would be fun once. Like, Connect Sports, sorry, played that four years ago. 
Yeah, that's the that's what yeah. made me laugh about it. Both it's 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 a lot of it's a lot of been there done that. A lot of Wii games. Yeah, I I couldn't be less interested. But that said, it, you know, if I, I connect, I have no interest in. It would take a miracle to get me to, especially at at the current rumored price point. I'm not yeah, even sure if it's dollars. No effing way. I think even Microsoft Store is at price that high. Um, but like. I, I could be interested in buying a move if they put out a really compelling gameplay on it, like, oh. but it would take a miracle. Apparently, Connect is uh, that that one hundred fifty dollars is a placeholder, so I would take that to mean sure is that one hundred fifty dollars is the highest it will be. At this point, I'd almost be surprised if it was one hundred fifty dollars, just because of all the negative press surrounding that price yeah. point. You know, the crazy but, thing about the move is the move costs fifty dollars, the sub controller costs thirty, and then the camera costs forty or fifty. Yeah. No, that's that's a failure waiting to happen. It Absolutely, it's a just too many to pieces. But let's move on to Nintendo stuff, yeah, and we'll, let's we'll start on. off by uh, by talking about the really really cool piece of hardware that was released at E3 that I really haven't heard any neg- anything negative about, and that's the 3DS. Which I mean, as we all know, you know, it's a, a 3D screen. It's a little, it's a widescreen, widescreen screen at the top. And it's presented in 3D without glasses or anything. Um, there's a depth slider so you can, you know, tweak the level of 3D and even turn the 3D off if you're so inclined. There's a analog stick that is called the slide pad, which, I mean, it's it's kind of hard to describe. I guess slide pad kind of explains it pretty well in that it's like an analog nub that you, like, kind of set your thumb in and you can just move it around very easily. Is it better um, than the PSP's one? Yeah, way better. Good. I know, I know. We, we we kind of had a debate at it with the people at E three about like, I think some games work with it better than others. Like, I know uh, we were complaining about Star Fox sixty four, but I think a good deal of that was or Star Fox sixty four three D. I think the reason why we were all kind of uh, complaining about that is because we were used to playing it on the N sixty four, so it was just sure. a little different. But like um, Samurai Warriors three D, which was shown there, I played that, and I mean that that felt really good it felt like an analog stick it felt well it's also you know it's not like any of these games are anywhere near completion yeah right yeah absolutely Uh, or at least what was shown what was shown was definitely i mean they might be farther along now but what was shown is still very early yeah it's a day one small small, day one small sections of the games that you played neil what were the what was the one that impressed you the most um well I'll, i'll break this up into uh i guess three categories um there's the actual ones that were playable, and for that, it would be uh, the the, uh, the tech demo for target shooting, which I don't know if either of you guys heard this explained, but basically, um, you yeah, had... Yeah, it makes a 3D model on a table or whatever. Yeah, it's like, all the, they had all these tables where they had all the demos, and on a couple of them, for these target shooting demos, there would be like uh, the question mark block, and you would just point the camera on that, have to be a certain distance away... And then it would create a 3D environment around it, and then you'd have to like basically move the system around to shoot targets. And yeah, even that, it would so. be like it would basically like it was it would alter reality. So you would be like going into the table more or less to try to shoot targets down. And then at the end, a dragon appeared, and you had to basically tilt around the dragon, which you know wasn't there in real life, but was there on the screen. That's insane. And it was just That's like cool. it, it was a it was a trip. But um, and then as uh. There was another cool tech demo of Face Ace, which was kind of like the idea of System Flaw, which um, I don't know if you guys know about that at all, but that was the uh, the DSi yeah, game sure, yeah. that used the camera as kind of like a shooter game. But this mm-hmm. one, it took a picture of your face and then mapped it into 3D, and then you would shoot your face. And then 
if there were other people that had recently played the game, their faces would come up as well. That's some fourth it, wall shit right there. Yeah. I was kind of wondering if, if if the 3D camera actually was functional on on the, on the demo units they had. Yeah, they, um, uh, well, because they have the, it's the two camera lenses on on the front, right. or yeah, on the on the outside of the system, and there was actually a demo there for the 3D camera that cool. you could take pictures and check it out, and it was it was pretty cool. I mean, it's definitely just that layer of depth which is prevalent in every game or video shown there. It's just like it brings you into the game more. As cheesy as that sounds, but that's really what it does. Like, I'm sitting there watching a, a minute-long video for the Resident Evil game, and I, I don't give a shit that I don't know what's going on. It looks really cool. <laughs> or even, like, I mean, definitely the, the best video there was the Metal Gear Solid 3 uh, 3D video. Because, like, that, that was long, it was well-produced, it looked beautiful. And, I mean, you could just, you could see the depth. Everything looked awesome. And it really, it brings you into the game more. I feel like a broken record saying that, but that's really... <laughs> it's hard to put into words and try to describe it to people who haven't seen it. I'm excited. Yeah, I I was really happy to hear that pretty much everyone had a positive positive reaction yeah. to, to the actual 3D effect. Because I really had my doubts that they'd be able to pull off a convincing 3D effect, but it sounds like they've done exactly that. Yep. And um, I guess just one, la one last note. I mean, as far as the actual games that were there, they showed up uh, Pilot Wings Resort which was really mm -hmm. sharp as well. And the Star Fox 64 one looked pretty good too, although the graphics definitely do look a little dated, but apparently they're going to update them a little bit. Good. But, yeah. Good, um, good. 3DS is incredible. Um, I can't wait. So uh, I guess let's get down to the uh, the predictions section of this. So what? when do you guys think this will come out, and how much do you think it will be? I'm thinking right now it's probably a March 2011 release at $200. Uh, I think holiday is too soon. So, although they don't really have any big holiday things right now. So well, I mean, I, holiday-wise, I, I, I mean, they got Kirby, they got Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, but for, for a party. Christmas thing, come on. You know, those those we, are right now. Those are the games that are holiday. Uh, Golden Sun's also a holiday game. Yeah, Golden there Sun. There is there is no big singular title, which is weird, and I think they wanted Zelda to be that. That's why I can see the 3DS maybe launching around Christmas, because that's when everyone's going to friggin' buy it. Well, I think, I mean, this is this is my prediction, both when I would like it to come out and what I could actually see happening is that, that Sunday before Thanksgiving, which is traditionally, mm. I mean, that's that's where Wii yeah. came out, that's when DS when, came uh, out. Um, wasn't that when GameCube came out? Or yeah, was it no, sure. That was a little earlier, wasn't it? Maybe. I, I, I don't remember was. exactly. That, that, was, that was almost ten years ago. I was I was, I was there like day one. Then. That was, was actually that was the very first system I ever bought on launch day. It was a hey, me too, me too. And then I, I was really hungover. I got, that day. I got awesome. GameCube for Christmas morning. that year, but I did I did spend a lot of time with a friend of mine who got it on launch day, and it was glorious. Well, I think it'll but, launch uh, in, at Christmas, and I think it'll be two hundred dollars. I'm saying two hundred dollars, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's like two thirty and comes bundled with something. Be, no, I think be. I think it'll be two hundred, but it'll come bundled with like, uh, uh, or installed on there will be like a bunch of demos. Yeah. Yeah, some tech demos. Yeah, I like. I mean, that's the thing. It's like I I think I think two hundred or like two twenty would be what I would. But think I don't I don't think there will be an enormous launch library. Yeah, I have a feeling Star Fox would probably be a launch game, most definitely. Kid Icarus, I think, launch game. Kid Icarus, yeah. I mean, it's been in the works for a while. They, I mean, the video that they showed didn't really show any gameplay 
at all. I mean, it was just a video. It looked really good. But I don't know how far along that is. And I know, I was just yeah. uh, looking at all the crap that Sakurai said around E3. And nothing really gives you a hint as to, like, when is this going to be done? Is it going to be a launch game? I'm starting to wonder what the ratio is going to be of uh, remakes versus original titles for this thing. I really... It seems like... It's worrisome, a, in all honesty. seems like there was a lot of remakes. Like, and I was, I was actually just thinking as you were talking about maybe they'll bring, like, New Super Mario Brothers or Kirby's Canvas Curse, some of the more well-loved uh, DS titles, and remake them for 3D. And then I just realized that I'd much rather see original games like Kirby's yeah. Canvas Curse uh, 3D would be would be awesome actually. Yeah. Uh, but. Yeah. Well, they have Super Mario 64 3D. <laughs> Super Mario it, 64 it, 3DS. The well, lack of analogs to kill that you game. Could use yeah. The pad for that. Yeah, that would work. Oh, that was not. Uh, <laughs> But well, uh, well. On that note, like, what kind of games do you guys want to see out of 3DS? Do you think they're well, like? What do you think? What genre do you think is is full of potential on this system? Platformers, shooters, games like uh, games like Sin and Punishment. Yeah. So basically, Kid Icarus. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because yeah, that's yeah. what that game that game looks like. It's like, I mean, apparently, like, there's going to be flying segments that look straight out of Sin and Punishment or Star Fox, and there's. I think ground segments where you move like more like third third person action game. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, 2D Metroid could be very cool on 3DS. Yeah, yeah you could do a lot of really cool atmospheric effects with with the, the 3D, the, the 3D effect. A lot of I really think... cool like like kind of like rocks in the foreground that you kind of walk and that you walk yeah. behind, and some like clouds of gas that are kind of scattered throughout throughout the horizon. They could do a lot of really cool because that, that's what Metroid is really all about, uh, except for maybe other M. It's hard to tell yet. Uh, it's about the environment. It's it's about the area that you're in more than it's about you know the action or the Samus or, or the weapons or whatever. Yeah. So they could they could do a really cool work on um on, on a Metroid game or even a Castlevania game. Same thing really. It's more about the area you're in than than it is about the character that you're playing. I'm really impressed with the how good it how good the graphics look. Yeah, I think I think what they said is it's I think it's like on par with GameCube, but it'll like it's I mean it's it'll look on par on GameCube when you look at it on the system, but it's technically not or something like sure. that. Sure. I heard like less polys but more effects. Yeah, yeah, right. that's it. Um, well, still, I mean, I, mean, I, I, I think I, I think yeah. first-person shooters would look incredible on this system. Like, I think yeah. there's a lot of potential for just immersion with those kind of games. I mean, well, just really, with stuff. everything on the system, like, immersion, it's there. I mean, that's that's one of the really cool things about 3D, in my, in my opinion, is that it's, like, it brings you more into whatever it is, be it, you know, movie or video game. Hey, hey, Dementium 3D. That, I would probably play that, in all honesty. I would, Despite too. Despite my lukewarm response to the initial one, it's just, I think the first-person shooters would work very well on, th on 3DS, especially... Atmospheric ones. So maybe a new Metroid it's, Prime it's a game. 3DS, like yeah, if the 3DS is actually somewhat comparable to the GameCube, uh, maybe an, an original Resident Evil game that's built off of the, the RE4 engine. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, really the, the Resident Evil Revelations is built off of MT Framework, which is what they use for the, the Big Boy consoles. Yeah. Nice. I mean, think about how cool RE4 would be on the 3DS. That yeah. would be amazing. I mean, I, I assume that's what uh, Revelations would be is like RE4 because yeah. Yeah. they would be stupid to make a Resident Evil game not like RE4. Touch screen oh, wow. for the for the aiming, yeah. yeah. That'd be kick ass. I would argue that they've made some pretty stupid decisions in the Resident Evil franchise in the past, so yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't quite call it a so. given. Yeah. Pikmin in three D. Yeah. 
That'd be cool. Oh, God, Yeah, that yes, was a rumor absolutely. going into E3 is that Pikmin was going to be on 3DS, but only time will tell. Oh, oh let's move on from uh, Yeah, let's, let's move on before Andy starts crying about how Miyamoto just cocked wow. him again about Pikmin. He totally did. He's like, oh, Pikmin, that sure is a game. Can't wait to show it to you guys. Maybe next yep. year. <laughs> it exists. Sure thing, guys. Wouldn't want it to get drowned out at this games conference. Yeah. We we picked out uh, three games that we're going to talk about. Two that you've probably heard about a lot, but we're going to talk about them anyway. And a third one that you probably haven't really heard a lot of people talk about. So let's start off with the first one, Kirby's Epic Yarn, which um, looks absolutely beautiful and has, you know, Kirby and... Like he's like he's made out of yarn, like he's made out of string, and the environment's so cute. It's made by the guys who made Wario Land Shake It. It just looks like a kick-ass 2D game. Uh, Zach, you brought this up, so what do you feel about this game? I, I think uh, Kirby's Epic Yarn is a, a perfect example of the kind of art direction that I like in video games, which is, we know this is a video game, we're going to go all crazy with it. You know? Yeah. It, no, it doesn't always have to be realistic, it can go completely the opposite direction and, and that trailer looked beautiful like when he was like pulling the the string to make the landscape scrunch up or when oh, he yeah, unzipped awesome. when he unzipped yeah. part of the background that was insane playing the game i mean it's the same feeling uh, playing the demo there is that like you're just like oh man i just i just scrunched up the background and i just unzipped this oh there's a treasure chest this is awesome hell yeah um, can i ask you guys kind of an abstract question about this game Sort of Surely. a no. zoomed out question. Do you think it was really necessary to make this a Kirby game? Why couldn't yes. it have been? I mean, oh, yeah. he, he doesn't use his trademark attack, which is the inhaling of creatures or whatever. Why does this have to be a Kirby game? Why can't this be a new property? I mean, Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, you know, I definitely see what you mean, but from, from having played the demo, it still feels like a Kirby game. Like, it might be different. But yeah. I was playing that, and I felt like I was playing a 2D Kirby game, which and is actually Kirby funny. Has always, Kirby's always experimented with its visual style. You know, Kirby's Dreamland 3 I was actually, kind of a pastel. I played that at TYP's house, because I, I've never really played the Dreamland, or like the, the Super Nintendo games, because that was a really late one. And it I saw it on his way. I saw it on his way. Um, he had Kirby, Kirby's Dreamland 3. And I played some of that, and then kind of going from that to playing Epic Yarn, there wasn't a lot of disconnect. Like, they, yeah. okay, different, you know, gameplay, sort of, but, like, I mean, it's just the same feeling, the same vibe. Yeah. Fair enough. I just, I, I kind of like, I kind of feel like there's a lot of talk about how Nintendo doesn't really seem to come up with a whole lot of new intellectual property, but they seem to still deliver on unique gameplay concepts. And Kirby's sort of, I think, perpetually guilty of this. You have Kirby's Canvas Curse, which is completely different than all other Kirby games, and I mean, I don't think there hasn't been a normal 2D side-scrolling Kirby game since what? Kirby Crystal Shards? Kirby was that the uh, last Squeak Squad on Squeak DS? Squad. Okay, okay, I guess I missed so, that like, one. So like the last Kirby um, game and Super Star Ultra, if you want to count that. No, you don't. Yeah, but that was a remake, wasn't it? Yeah. So I mean, there just there hasn't been that many traditional Kirby games lately. Kirby's always mixing it up, so this is not all that new. I just, I, I kind of wonder if there's a sentiment out there, and maybe there is, maybe there isn't, that they could have put this game out there with a new, with a new IP, and it would have been just as well received. And I'm just kind of curious yeah. if that you think that would have been the case. I feel like honestly, if they did it like that, this game would have been laughed off the stage. Like no one <laughs> would have. So? I, I think if they had some new, you know, well, I'll, I'll relate this to uh, 
I was reading a story about how uh, Kirby, when it was originally made, it was called Tinkle Popo, and wow. like, like it was like I forget exactly what the what the creature looked like, but it was going to be Hal Labs, like their first self-published game, and then Miyamoto came in and was like, "Well, fuck that! You guys are turning <laughs> this into something better," and they came up with Kirby, and it went from there. But like, I feel like if you had Tinkle Popo on this game, everyone would have been like, "Well, this is kitty bullshit." No one would have cared, but because it was Kirby, because it was a character that you know, a good deal of the the gaming press and the, you know the people that follow E3 that they, they all have fond memories of Kirby but even if they think the gameplay's stale now that everyone went into that game with kind of this preconceived notion of how it was and they were pleasantly surprised by how it was yeah, yeah. I'm down with that I, I mean I I, 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 think, I, I think that a new IP here for this for this game wouldn't have, like the game would have fell flat I think having Kirby on it will probably help it sell more and be a more successful game you know who I think another character could have uh, they could have inserted instead of Kirby to this game, Yoshi. I yeah. think they could have done yeah. kind of Yoshi's story. It reminds kind me of the Yoshi's story and all. Yoshi's story it was kind of going for that uh, vibe. If you think about it, Kirby Kirby controls in this game more like Yoshi than he does Kirby. Yeah, he does. He yeah, he does. Whip thing. It's almost like it's almost like Yoshi's tongue. Maybe this was a Yoshi game at one point. <laughs> No, I mean, I actually, I think I agree with you, Neil. I'm just, I'm just curious because it just seems like we do see the same franchises over and over again. They haven't really emphasized new IP aside from the Wii Blank franchise, I suppose. Yeah, no, I see, um, I see what you mean. But that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Let's, uh, yeah, let's move let's on to the next game, on. Metroid Other M. Um, really? I know we were talking about this before the show, <laughs> and everyone seemed to uh, have a general feeling of malaise about this game. Dread. And after having played it, I kind of am right there, but not really in that uh, It's not that I don't want to play it, it's just that I'm worried. Like, yeah. I have enough faith that, like, you know, after that first hour, which is still really only what, that's all that's been shown. And yes, it's atmospheric, but it's just like, the controls aren't quite there. Like, the only, the only really the cool thing about it that I found, at least controls-wise, was the switch from um, side-scrolling to first-person. Which I think yeah. is awesome, and it works because it gives you that it gives you that kind of intense feeling of powerlessness when you switch that because you're you're vulnerable, and it works oh, in the are? game in that it it well when you uh when you go to first person, like you, you can't, can't move at all. You can't move. Oh, I thought you could strafe. You can no no you can just like uh no. pivot around like basically you're like a gun turret. All right. Or at least unless makes unless me more something. worried. But. It, it works. Like, that's really all I can say is I don't think that's a point to worry about. I think the point to worry about is the fact that it's it's a pain in the ass to control you know, yeah. something in 3D space with a D-pad. And, you know, just the way it seems to be set up, at least in the beginning, and I hope that's just the beginning. And, like, it just doesn't... It just seems very bland in the opening sequence. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like this game has gotten so much coverage that my... My hype meter has broken, and honestly, I just—I'm done thinking about it at this point. I'm just ready for it yeah. to come out, and I'll, I probably won't even play it right away. Um, it's just—it—it's—it's it's getting a lot of coverage. Most of the coverage is not particularly positive, and maybe part of that is that I'm just not ready to get—I'm not ready to lower my expectations for this game, so I just choose to ignore most of the <laughs> press about it. Maybe that's it. I, yeah, I just my interest level in this game is just kind of plummeted. Yeah, I blame um, you. Which isn't to say I'm not looking forward to it because I absolutely am, but 
I'm not interested in thinking you about it. You can follow right now. like a chain of events on newscast to where like we exploded with how excited <laughs> we were for this game at GD, uh, the media summit. And yeah. now, like, we're just True. like, man, we just got kicked in the crotch. Like, this sucks. <laughs> but, like, I mean, I will probably get this game the day it comes out. Like, I'm still excited for it, but I'm just excited hopefully, for it with a lot of hesitancy. Hopefully you'll be able to read my review of it before you have to buy it. Yeah. Don't don't worry, Zach. I will try to get you a review copy as early as possible. I'm scared, though. I'm a little, yeah. I'm a little scared to play it now. I'm, yeah, I'm interested to see what you think about this game. But But let me ask you this. When you're in... When you're in the 3D, and this is the thing I'm, I'm most worried about, when you're in the 3D environment, first of all, let me say this, it looks like a corridor game. It looks like you're just running around corridors. I really, like, in all honesty, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt and say that that opening sequence, I mean, just think back to, like, the beginning of Metroid Prime where you're going on that ship. Like, that's a fucking corridor. There, there's not really much to explore there. Okay, that's there. true, yeah. And that's what this is. The bottle ship is just that opening sequence. Oh, I thought it was like going to be like. I think it's going to be like Metroid Fusion, though, right? The bottle ship com- is composed of many different areas. Okay, then maybe yeah, because I know that the section, the second, the brief second section was the biosphere, right? Which it was like section one, the biosphere. So maybe maybe that is the case. But even still, I mean, I think those like the later environments from what we've seen in trailers and stuff. I think they're going to be more open. And okay, so then, then when you're running around these more open environments, how freaking hard is it to run around with the D-pad? That's, I mean, that's the problem. Is it something you can get used to, or, or the whole time are you going to be thinking to yourself, God, I wish I had this nunchuck, which came I, in the box. I I wish I had answers for you, Zach. God damn it. I really wish I did. I like that's the thing is I enjoyed what I wanted to, I enjoyed what I played and I wanted to play more, but I well, had that's good. issues with it. Yeah. I mean, I'm worried about if 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 the game's going to be like that for the whole time. Like, I don't want to play that game. If, it, if <laughs> there was a promise that it's like, I mean, and there was something that Sakamoto said that came out of E3 where he's like, "This is like, you know, the 2D Metroid game you've been waiting for," or something no, along those not. lines. And I mean, <laughs> if he's saying that, like, okay, the man can't be that that much full of shit. He can't be that delusional that he thinks that you know the 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 hour that we played is what we all want. Well, like, it's pretty clear I, that I, nobody's I, telling him no. Yeah. I mean, and, and that could be the problem. I mean, we'll definitely see what happens when this game comes out. And I'm I'm really anxious to see how it turns out, because it could be good, or it could turn out to be really bad. Well, let's, I mean, let's, we don't not, know. Even, let's not even talk about it anymore. I'm just going to get it depressed. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, still, I'm still eager to check it out, and maybe that two-month delay will do something to change it, although I think they're pretty dead set on having Wii Remote only. God willing, something will change. Yeah. Alright, so let's move on to the last game, which is Batman Brave and the Bold, which Woo! is uh, the way forward developed game being published by Warner Brothers. That's a, basically a 2D side-scrolling beat-em-up for Wii and DS, and it looks it's, it's animated beautifully. It looks like it's straight out of the cartoon show or a comic book. Um, so, Andy, you wanted to talk about this. What did, what did you want to talk about? it? Oh, I just kind of was curious if it had, like, same the same kind of like really gorgeous polish that you saw in like uh, Boyness Blob or yeah or I mean it's it's a different style because moment, you know but... Boyness Blob was going for that that kind of Disney feel while this is going for that comic book feel I kind of feel like both of them are a little bit Saturday morning cartoon though yeah they both um, are like this definitely I mean it literally is and there's even moments where like 
you can like power up or like bring in like a, a second like a like you have like um sub heroes like I don't know if you guys ever played that Sega Genesis X Men game where you could like call in Storm yep. or yeah, X Men sure. yeah and it's basically the equivalent of that is that like you have a hero you can call in and it'll be like you know booster gold and you have to like shake the Wii remote and during that time you'll see you know booster gold in this beautiful like you know comic book fucking splash panel and then it'll come out and rain havoc on everything but. Yeah, I mean, I was just curious because, like, you know, Boy and His Blob is it's a puzzle game, so there's there's a lot there's a lot less repetitive, potentially repetitive gameplay in a Boy and His Blob than there would be in Batman because Batman's, I would assume, to a certain extent, a, a beat 'em up. Yeah, I mean, that, that was my only right now. It is a beat 'em up, but it yeah, looks so that, that good. was my that was my worry with it when I was playing the demo is that it does seem very repetitive, and that like you know it's it's just kind of romp through, beat the shit out of people. Like I think there's really only one button. To like to attack, oh, but I, I think there there is a way you can mix it up and do different combos, and like you have gadgets you can use, and the second player can come in as I think Robin, Robin and, yep, uh, Robin Guy, and Go- Guy Gardner, Green Lantern were there, and I think you can also play as the Blue Beetle and a fourth person and Hawkman. Okay, Hawkman's the fourth one, but I mean I, I think it's it's going to be a beat 'em up through and through, and I think it will have a lot of polish. It just it stands to be seen of. Will it be? Will it get repetitive? Which that's my worry about it. But it does look beautiful, and it seems to have a great sense of humor. Like um, I detailed in my impressions that are up on NintendoWorldReport.com about um, about they had a, a boss fight with Catman, in which like he has like some ray that turns you into cats. So he'll turn you into <laughs> a cat, and that's the only way you can attack him because he's up on a perch, and then you have to jump up as a cat and then claw him in the face. Oh, nice! Yeah. It's just kind, kind of a of, puzzle element to it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just like. Was that a really hard boss fight? No, but it was it was really cool. And if they can continue doing stuff like that throughout the game, I think it would definitely hold an interest throughout however long it is. Yeah, I think A Boy and His Blob pretty much just permanently cemented any interest I have in way forward games going forward. Yeah. Going way forward. <laughs> yeah, I just I really I really love that game, and if, if they're gonna keep making really nice looking two D games, well, count me in for pretty much everything they make. So I yeah. guess that's that's, that's more or less why I, why I was interested. Is that I, well, not everything. I, I mean, are you excited for Despicable Me on DS? Um, I don't really know anything about it. That's a, <laughs> it's, it's that's a, that's a movie. It's a movie game, yeah, it's, right? Yeah, it's, exactly. it's made by way forward. Yeah, well, they got I'm, more referring to, somehow. <laughs> I'm more referring to, uh, to their Wii games than their DS games. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe they'll make some crappy license games for, for Wii and I'll stick that back. Have. I, I don't know. But I mean, WayForward is definitely a company that I mean. The, I think the first I heard about them was uh, was was Contra Four, and that was kind of a game that mm. you know was like Contra, but it was too fucking hard for me. So, yeah, which, I mean, it's yeah, like I played Contra Four for a little bit, and but what's, I liked it okay. But what sold me on WayForward, or at least began to sell me, was Lit. I don't know if anyone played that game on WiiWare, but no, I thought I that was just a really cool game, and you can see a lot of like the the puzzle mechanics in that, like kind of rear their head in a boy in his blob, or at least you can tell the thought process between them, like, coming together. I mean, they're different, but, like, I mean, they definitely know how to make a good puzzle game or a good 2D game or what have you. Yeah, they do. All right, and the last, uh, last on the news section, which kind of ties into E3, but also predates E3, is uh, all the news on Rock Band 3, which, um, it's going to have keyboards... Which is that's the new the new edition, and there will come with a keyboard controller that I believe will retail for eighty dollars, and uh, or come bundled with the game for I believe one twenty. 
And the keyboards, you know, that's a that's a new way to play. You can use the keyboard as a guitar or bass as well, and you can use a guitar or bass, or I guess the guitar controller to play the keyboards. Um, in addition to that, they're adding the pro mode, which basically you can play any song in that game legitimately. There will there's a literal guitar, a real guitar that will be able to play with strings in that game, and basically play the songs how they were originally intended. That's insane. On a real instrument. They also have the same thing for keyboards. You can buy a buy a MIDI adapter to pretty much hook up any kind of MIDI keyboard to the game to play. You can also do that with drum kits. Uh, I believe there will be a pro drum set being released as well. Um, another pro guitar with buttons on every fret instead of strings. Um, yeah, it's going to be redonkulous. I can't <laughs> wait. They're also doing some other cool stuff with... Uh, like the song select because there's going to be so many damn songs you can like sort them differently so if you want to play like you know uh, a song from the 70s that's really long or if you want to exclude long songs from a random like just a random party shuffle is what they're adding as well where you can just you know basically come up with a playlist and just hit hit shuffle hmm. and go through that for as long as you want it, it looks like they're really just amping up everything this is a true excellent third entry for a rock band and I personally can't wait to get my interest in the game up after loving it when Rock Band 2 came out and it's been kind of waning slowly ever since nice. I'm not sure I'm ready to drop $80 on the keyboard I don't know now if I'm going to be getting the keyboard like... day one I don't know if I'll get the keyboard at all I might I might get the converter because I know I, well, I was I was talking to a friend of mine who's actually you know is, is very musically inclined and he's like oh I'll just use my keyboard so to buy like I think it's like thirty or forty dollars for the mini adapter. Yeah. I could see myself yeah. doing that and getting an actual keyboard, or I might have one lying around somewhere. I don't know what kind of state it's in though. But sure. Yeah. No, I I, mean, uh, I I'm interested. Certainly interested in the game. I mean, I've loved all all of the Rock Band games so far, except for the Green Day one, which doesn't count, I guess. Um, like, but. Yeah, if you don't I'm, like Green I'm Day, then it not, doesn't count. It's not a yeah, it's, it's, not it's a, a fundamentally sound game. But if you don't give a shit about Green Day, you're not going to give a shit about that game, right? It's just yeah, like if you like, don't give a shit about the Beatles, you're not going to give a shit about the Beatles Rock Band. But you can't deny that it's a well-made game. I'm sort of I'm sort of torn on what I think about Rock Band Three from what I've re- from what I've read. On one hand, I really do like what they're trying to do with the pro mode. I think it's a really cool idea. Um, and I have a lot of respect for that idea. However, it's not necessarily one that appeals to me. Um, I can already make Rock Band really hard. I don't know that I want Rock Band to be, like, significantly harder. That's not that's not what I enjoy about the game. I I enjoy more the feeling of of rocking out, less than the feeling of being you know Learning extremely challenged. Yeah, like I I already know how to read music. I I mean I I don't play a rock instrument. I I know how to play like my high school band clarinet. Um, but like. Yeah, I just don't know that I'm really all that interested in trying to learn how to play these songs for real. Um, I, but by the same token, I really like the idea behind it. Like, I yeah, like I that totally they're. Respect it. I, I like that, that Rock Band Three is a sequel to Rock Band Two, and not just Rock Band Two with a couple of new modes or Rock Band Two with a new UI. Like, it really is a sequel. Harmonic, you know, call, call out the bullshit of Lego Rock Band and Green Day Rock Band all you want, but for what it's worth, Harmonix doesn't put out. Rock Band sequels without meaning it. Rock Band 2 added new things. Well, kind of. Rock Band 2 was basically an excellent refinement on Rock Band 4. Right. But Rock Band 3 is not an excellent refinement on Rock Band 2. It is a new game. Yeah. Um, And with with the Rock Band network, I guess 
if I was to really like pick a direction for Rock Band to go to, it's just that I would like to see more of the kind of music that I like as playable songs in Rock Band, and Rock Band Network is making that happen. Yeah. So they already are doing the things that I would kind of like, and I don't need Rock Band 3 to enjoy it. So I'm not sure really if I'm, my interest level is all that high for this game, although, like I said, I, I appreciate the direction they're moving. I'm just not sure it's for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I love all the, just basically all the refinements that they're making along with the, the Leap the Promoting keyboards, and I'm very excited for this game, and especially if more songs in the set list are in line with, like, you know, the stuff like Bohemian Rhapsody, or oh, stuff that from sounds the awesome. Vultures, or uh, Break On Through by The Doors. Like, I mean, if there's more if there's more, more stuff in the music on the set list like that, then I will definitely be getting it. Have all of the Rock Band Network stuff, is that backwards compatible to Rock Band 1? Do you have to have Rock Band 2 to enjoy that? I'm not sure. Because I'm kind of curious, if I decide not to go to Rock Band 3, if there's going to be a point where I can't do all the downloadable content and stuff. That's I'm how it is sure. in Guitar Hero. Yeah, but yeah, Guitar well, Hero... Guitar Hero gets it wrong consistently. <laughs> rock Band generally doesn't. I, I would imagine that the Rock Band Network stuff would be compatible with Rock Band 1, because it's the same... I think it's, you update the music store, not necessarily, like, the game. Yeah. Sure, sure. Mm. But yeah, I'm, I'm kind of interested. I, I want to try it out. Pretty sure I'm not going to be spending $80 on, on a new controller. I still have my original Rock Band 1 instruments. They've, they're doing fine, although I wouldn't mind upgrading to some wireless guitars. Yeah, I think, I, I think I might actually, if I wireless. do get this, I might have to replace my guitars because they, like the, they've seen better days. Definitely. They've got a lot of love, but they, they've seen better days. I might have to drop I just kind of wonder if, like, if, if, if the music genre has fallen so far that Rock Band 3 might have trouble succeeding where Rock Band 2 didn't. Know what I mean? Yeah. Like the music, the music genre is not the powerhouse it, it was, you know, back in what, oh eight, oh nine. Yeah. It's not. It's not ago. what it once was, and a, a, a substantially expensive sequel may be a harder sell now than it was when Rock Band Two came out. I mean, but the thing with that is that they're still going to be selling. Like you could still theoretically just get the game without getting the keyboard, without getting yeah. any of the pro instruments. Absolutely. And you would still have a brand new skin. You know, with a eighty-three new songs, like I mean, that's still still a worthwhile purchase for sixty dollars. Absolutely, it is. Have they announced whether or not the Wii version will contain the same functionality in terms of exporting songs that the uh, three sixty version has? Oh, that's actually that would be because it very... didn't. Rock Band Two didn't have that, but Rock that Band be Three, I would like to question. see that. Yeah, and maybe we'll have to find an answer to that. Stay tuned, gentle listeners. We will, yes. we will respond next. And uh, that's <laughs> pretty much going to close out what we had to talk about for E3. And uh, I guess to, to uh, end it, what are you guys' general feelings on E3 and Nintendo showing and third-party showing and everything? Um, it was exactly what I wanted, to be yeah. honest. Um, I, I from, 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 from Nintendo. I, I mean, as a fan of, of Nintendo, this is what I wanted. Um, I wanted them to put out games. I wanted to see that to stop see them trying to to demo interesting peripherals. I wanted to stop seeing them trying to talk about their demographic. I wanted to see them come out and announce a whole bunch of new games, and they did exactly that. Um, I believe the Penny Arcade for this week summed it up pretty. pretty yeah, so <laughs> I'm I'm going to assume anyone listening to this has already seen that um, because it's awesome. And if you haven't seen it, just Google it, uh, really that Penny Arcade. That Penny Arcade hit the nail on the head for yeah. all three companies. Um, did. Oh, and that drawing of Reggie. That drawing of Reggie was racist. <laughs> As I said earlier, I don't give a shit about Move or Connect. So they base. I mean, Sony kind of pissed me off because they didn't uh, show Last Guardian or Eco HD. Uh, but 
aside from that, I was more or less happy with pretty much everything at the show. Cool. How about oh, yeah. you, Zach? I, uh, I thought Nintendo had a wonderful show. I thought Sony and Microsoft kind of blew it. I mean, they, they both really blew it. Um, especially Microsoft. I don't even think they know what they're doing anymore. <laughs> it's uh, Connect, man. It's the future of gaming. There you, you don't go. need to do shit. You just gotta jump around. Yeah, that's what I want to do when I game. I want to exert myself. <laughs> uh, but I, I was disappointed by the fact that there was no Beyond Good and Evil and no mention of, of Shantae. Either one. And Ubisoft didn't even really support the Wii this year. They had Sean White skateboarding. That was oh, the yippee. only and, Wii game at their booth. And then they've got, like, we have laser tag now. And I thought, what? <laughs> that was sadly, so that was bizarre. Sadly, paddle tag was not playable at E3. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, I thought Nintendo had so a great bizarre. show, and I'm super excited about so many of their games. Yeah. Absolutely. And the 3DS, I, my gosh. Holy shit, 3DS. This is right. probably their best showing since they demoed the Wii, I would say. Yeah. Easily. Yeah, because yeah, the Wii one, the Wii one also had Twilight Princess. That's the, those were huge. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, let's move on to what you're reviewing, and I will hand it back to Andy, and he can take over the rest of the show. Thank you, Sir Ronahan. Um, yeah, what you're reviewing. I, I am going to start because I don't have nothing to talk about. I haven't gotten, gotten a review copy in for a while. Uh, I will be reviewing Tetris Party Deluxe for DS uh, fairly shortly. I should be getting that in here within the next week or so. And Puzzle um, Quest 2. And also Puzzle Quest 2 for the DS. Um, but I don't have either of those in my hands yet, so I can't talk too much about them. I will say that I'm not reviewing it, but I got an awesome new PlayStation 3 video game entertainment console. Hell yeah! About two weeks right. ago, one week ago, and I've already uh, I played through Uncharted, and it's really cool. And I am now playing 3D Dot Heroes, Game Heroes. It's it's very cool. Um, I don't have much to say about it other than I am finally happy to be a platform agnostic gamer. Yes. I, don't, I don't care <laughs> what, what platform it comes out on. Just give me good games. I'm yep. finally there. Um, but I'm not going to talk about that too much. So let's go ahead and pass it off to Zach. What you got for us, Zach? I have uh, Mega Man Zero Collection, uh, which is a DS game. Uh, and it collects four emulated uh, Mega Man Zero games from the Game Boy Advance. Uh, and have either of you played a Mega Man Zero game? No, but I've been kind of tempted by this collection, so I'm interested to hear what you say about it. Well, let me... Yeah, let I, me... Played, uh, I played the first little bit of Mega Man Zero, the first one, found mm. it to be incredibly difficult. Yes, it is. Like, uh... more so than... I would say probably harder than any of the Mega Man games that I've played. Oh, it is. Oh, I, I agree. Um, as you both know, I'm a Mega Man fan, and I've beaten all of them except for 9, which is my secret shame. Um, <laughs> and then the two, the last two Mega Man X games, because never, I've never played those two, the 7 and 8. But uh, uh, So I consider myself kind of used to it, the difficulty. But Mega Man yeah. Zero One kicked my ass up and down. Uh, it's, it's hard. It's, it's really hard. Not only is it really hard, but... They don't give you, you know, enemies don't drop extra lives. You only have so many yeah. extra lives. And if you die, you just fail the mission. You have to go right back to the beginning of the level. Ooh. Uh, so, so the better thing the better thing to do is instead of wasting a life, just restart your save um, so that you don't waste a life, even though, you know, because you only have like four. You only have four lives when you start. 
and the only way to get extra lives is to find them hidden in there's like one per stage wow uh, and uh zero starts out so under underpowered it's ridiculous you have to level up his weapons through usage and you find new like uh elemental powers through beating bosses with a good rating so uh, oh wow it's it's got kind of that capcom thing where like you beat a level and you get rated and if you don't do well enough boy you're screwed <laughs> uh so That's i didn't even harsh. i didn't even beat the first game cuz i was like this is freaking difficult so do they I get s- easier as you go along no the second one's just as hard, um, although it's a, it's a little more forgiving with uh, lives. You don't fail the mission right away. You just start where you kind of close to where you died. There are checkpoints, is what I should say. But here's what's nice about the Mega Man Zero Collection. It includes an easy mode, which is still hard. Um, <laughs> but what it does is it strings all four games together, so you just play them all in order instead of picking one, which you could otherwise do if you wanted to. Um, But it strings all four of them together, and when you start each game, you start with all of his shit. Uh, Oh, wow. uh, But what's what's unfortunate is that easy mode kind of, because you're being nerfed, you don't get to use the best um, cyber elves. And cyber elves kind of give you little bonuses, like you don't take as much damage, or bosses are a little bit crippled, you know, things like that. or enemies drop more uh, health-restoring items, but you don't get to use the best ones if you're using easy mode, which is fine because you can otherwise, you know, be fine. But the game is still really hard on easy mode, not necessarily from the enemies, but just the level design. So, you know, if you like really masochistic kind of platformers, then this might be (laughs) your kind of thing. Uh, I also, well, I'm glad to know it wasn't just me. <laughs> no, it's they're tough. Um, and and you know, I really I've never liked the art direction in the Mega Man Zero games. It's way too anime for me. Yeah. Uh, although the boss the boss monsters look pretty cool. Uh, but you know, if you like Mega Man games and you uh, you aren't satisfied with the difficulty offered by like Mega Man X two, um, feel free to get this and. You know, have fun with it. But I, I actually do enjoy the game on easy mode. It's it's fun. I just don't like it normally. I'm glad you're playing this and not me, because I would probably have like thrown the cartridge at the wall as hard as I could by now. <laughs> like, yeah, my experience with the first game was just that it was, you know, and I, I'm a guy who's beaten pretty much all the NES Mega Mans. Yeah. Um, I haven't beaten nine or ten, but only because I just haven't, not because I can't. You know, I I'll, I'll just believe that I suppose, um, but <laughs> but yeah, like I I think it took me about twenty or thirty tries to get past like the boss and the and like the very first mission of Mega Man Zero. Mm. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's so ridiculous better difficulty. better you than oh, yeah. me, sir. Better yeah, you, better yeah. you than me. Uh, one more thing I want to say is that uh, because it's a Game Boy Advance port, and and James touched on this in RFN. Uh, it only uses two buttons, like A and B. Um, so even though Zero has sub-weapons, you can't just use X to use a sub-weapon. You have to go into the menu, select which sub-weapon you want, move out of the sub-menu, and then, and then press R 
to use the sub weapon when you press B. And and that's <laughs> my guess kind is, of lame. My guess is they carefully weighed the the potential sales of this game versus the effort it would take to actually port the game and not just emulate it. I'm sure. And that's they decided true. they they probably wouldn't make enough money to make porting it worth it, which is unfortunate because that does kind of suck. Yeah, it's still playable. It's just kind of annoying. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's go ahead and move on to uh, to Neil. What you got for us, Neil? Um, I guess I'll I'll talk about Tiger Woods. Um, because Zach should be getting that as well, and we're going going to be doing one of our famous double reviews. I'm excited. Which we've done at least once, maybe twice. Oh yeah, yeah, we've done two. We've done Pokemon, and we did uh, the Transformers game last year. Right, that's right. But um, the Tiger Woods game this year, um, it's pretty much the same crap that was last year, except for they they fine tune the Motion Plus controls. So um. Instead of just measuring like how you tilt your wrists, it also measures the follow through, which hmm. means that basically it's you know more realistic now this time. And they also add in a a new camera mode, True View, where it'll show you like a top down, like as if you are the golfer looking down at your club. Oh, that's which, cool. I mean, it's pretty that's cool though. Neat. The the thing that kind of weirds me out about that is I feel like in order to properly use it, I need to place my television on the ground. <laughs> but. <laughs> but I mean, other than that, like, I like the trivia a lot, although in some cases, like, I, I kind of just want to play how I'm used to playing it, which is in the third person with that, with that, right. the third person view of it. And they also, Motion uh, Plus, does it mean you can't really toolbox it anymore with the swing? No, not at all. Although, I, I think with the old controls, you very much could, is because I got into the habit of pretty much as long as you just move, if you kept your wrists together and just went straight through. You could very easily toolbox it, toolbox last year's game, but now oh. with the added follow-through, you kind of have to do it more like a real golf swing. Damn. But, I mean, as far as, like, a, a replica of the game of golf, it, it does a very good job, and I'm a, I'm a fan of how it works, and I guess my only, the only thing that I have to say negatively about it is that the, the career mode still kind of bothers me, because, like, it starts you off very shittily, and you're going up against these, you know, good golfers, and there is no kind of, like, learning curve in the career mode. It just kind of throws you in there, and you, you're in tournaments and everything, which is good. Mm. And I think they, they correct that a little bit by just making the whole, um, like, you level up now as opposed to just, like, having to, you know, spend money to upgrade your stats and, uh, you know, buy clothing and clubs to boost up your stats as well. Now the stats are pretty much, it's like, you level up and you get a stat point. Oh, that's interesting. But, so I there's mean, no point at which you are like a god? If if you level up very high. <laughs> okay. But it seems like, I mean, I definitely, by the time you get to the end of the career mode, I imagine you could. They also added the Ryder Cup, which is that thing that uh, it's uh, Americans versus the English. <laughs> I have nice. really tested out. And that's why Tiger Woods shares the cover with uh, some other guy. I don't know his name. I think it's because Tiger Woods has had some bad press. No, 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 no. It's because of the Ryder Cup. It's because of the Ryder Cup. All right, all right. <laughs> That's what EA Sports PR told me. It has oh, nothing I see, to do yes. with Tiger Woods' transgressions. It's because of the Ryder Cup. Yep. In two years, it'll be EA Sports Ryder Cup 2013. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, 17 hookers later. Yeah. And I guess uh, to finish off what they added to this, um, they also added mini golf. So which... excited. Which the mini golf is actually really cool. Um, I only played the uh, the like the NASCAR course that they have in it. I think. There, oh my god! Four, there's more than one course. There are four courses of 18 holes, and it's it's really cool because it's like I mean it's the gimmicky crap that you see in mini golf, but I mean it's it it controls the same way 
as Tiger Woods does. So, I mean, you got this really refined golfing engine working in, in mini golf, and it's 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 a lot of fun. Can I, you I, walk I, around the green before you take your shot? No, no, you can't. That that would be super realistic, though. Can you at least see where the ball is supposed to end up? Um, kind of. It'll give you like a direction of of like oh, where you'll be hitting it. But what else did they add? Uh, the online mode, you can play Ryder Cup online. You can also play disc golf from last year online. And I, I the believe disc they golf added last year was awesome. They added five new courses. Wow. So I uh I had Tiger Woods ten for a little bit. I don't own it anymore. I ended up selling it, but. What I found was that I really, really enjoyed the disc golf and really, really suck at regular golf. Um, Motion Plus basically, I think, took away my ability to play a golf video game. Um, <laughs> I mean, I could have used the I could have used you know the older controls, but they, yeah, they do uh, have a lot of assists in there, which kind of makes like, it better. I, I but wanted still, to try it's... to learn and failed to try to learn. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's like I I I think I like I love Tiger Woods Ten. At least it grew on me a lot. I think I gave it like an eight five. I did have. Like, the controls I don't think were perfect, but I really enjoyed it. And I think that's kind of the same thing this year, is that they're refining it. And even though it controls really well, as far as replicating a golf swing, I still don't think they're there yet. But, like, it's it's really good. I gotta tell you, I had uh, Tiger Woods, I think, 2005 on the GameCube. And I probably spent more time playing that game than any other game on the system. I got into that game, so I can like, see myself. I, that. I can see myself getting into this one. I think I've spent more time on uh, Tiger Woods for iPhone than I've played than I spent on any, any other iPhone games. So <laughs> I totally understand that. Yeah, but um, it was funny. I was looking at like my Wii records, and I had no idea. But like, I think it was I think it was Madden 08 or Madden 09 were like really high up on the list, and that's just because I will sit down and play Madden and forget what time it is. Like, that's, that's one of those games that does it to me. It's just sports games I can get really into. I mean, it's the and, same thing with, like, the MLB The Show games. And those are those are really perfect kind of games. Like, if you if, if they simplify the controls a bit, like, maybe not for Madden with my friends, but with, like, Tiger Woods, I could see myself getting, like, three friends over here and we just playing all day. Well, I mean, I got, I got like, I, I at one point, it was uh, my sister, my dad, and I were playing, or, and my mom played, too, and I got, you know, Lauren, Lauren and my dad to play it sometimes. I know, um, I got my brother, my brother loves golf, never really tried playing a golf video game, and he is away, so, uh, for his birthday, I ended up getting him Tiger Woods, and he, he loved it, he still loves it, and he's probably getting the new one, too. Hell yeah. Very good. I look uh, forward to, I look forward to losing to you online, sir. I don't know, I'm not really that good, like... I played a lot last year, but that was last year. Like, I'm playing this now, I'm like, wow, I suck now. <laughs> yeah. like, but it's it's a lot of fun. I'm definitely excited to play more into it, or play more of it, and get through that career mode. Hell yeah. We played disc golf. That's that's the one thing I haven't tried on the new one yet, but I really liked disc golf last year. Is it is the disc is the disc throwing better than... It is in Wii Sports Resort. I'm not saying it's bad in Wii Sports it's Resort. It's different, but it, it has a big trump card over Wii Sports Resort in the fact that it's real golf courses as opposed to the gimmicky bullshit that's in Wii Sports Resort. And there's, but there's no, there's no little dog. In Wii Sports Resort, you had to just get it in the vague vicinity of, of yeah, the target. Yeah, in this one, you actually have right. to get it in the, in the, in the. You have to get it into the basket. Oh, yeah. interesting. I wondered how they do that. That's good. Because yeah, you could easily throw a hole in one like consistently in Wii Sports Resort. Yeah. Uh, disc golf in this is like more like real golf or more like real disc golf. Nice. 
Yeah, and that's pretty much all I have to say. I also, um, as far as reviews goes, I got Kid Adventure Sky Captain in for review, which I don't think is that long, but if you read my impressions a while back, I'm actually mildly excited to play it. It's kind of like Pilot Wings. So uh, we, have nice. a, we have a nice little, uh, I'll, I'll pimp uh, an article that I did, which is a developer special on Taurus Games, which was, uh, they, they made uh, Kid Adventure Sky Captain, and it's kind of a neat little story as to how they made it. It's actually their first um, first, like, uh, the first game that they developed from the beginning as opposed to working on licensed properties. Now, before we move on, I just really quickly, Neil, want to know how you like Trauma Team. Trauma Team? Um, my review should be launching, or should be, uh, should be releasing any day now with the launch of something cool. Um, but I really, I love Trauma Team. It's, it's fantastic. It's, it's six, in, six games in one. Like nice full game. It's, it's really full good. I know, Andy, Andy, you got that. Have you played much of it? No, I haven't. I played maybe about fifteen, twenty minutes of it. Is about it. Yeah. I played like the first two to three, two to three missions on like one or two of the types. It took me a little bit of time to figure out exactly how the um, like the the, the progression of the game works because it looks like all of the storylines kind of go together, but they start at different points yeah. in the chronology. Which would took it took a little bit of time for me to kind of work out how that was put together. I so highly like, recommend just doing it the way that the story actually flows if you can figure out how it works. So because, just kind of like play each step of the chronology across all of the modes and then yes. move on to the next step. That's I mean, how it's I was like planning stuff where like you, you won't run like some of them will like end earlier than others, but it works a lot better because you're not doing the same thing twice in a row. Okay. So okay. it'll be like, okay, you go through this lengthy like forensic scene, and then you're gonna go do some endoscopy. Like, it really keeps up the flow of the game, and it, you know, I got sucked into that game very easily because I would I'd finish up one and be like, oh, I'll just play this one. And at the end of that, oh, I'll just play that <laughs> one. And I mean, it's it's a fucking it's an over a twenty hour game. It's Sweet. it's kind of ridiculous in how much game is in there. I'm really looking for the pro- forward to the price drop. At which yeah. point I'll buy it's it. A, it's already only forty bucks, dude. Like it's totally worth. That's it. true. Only forty bucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm saving up. I'm saving my pennies for a uh, a really expensive my Shiranui figure. Comes oh, it was only December. ten bucks for me. Yeah. What? Oh. I, well, dude, I, I got three of the arcane heroes for free. Oh, from Amazon. Yeah. Amazon's yeah. going crazy. Yeah. Amazon. That's what it is was. My buddy. <laughs> Yeah, that was yeah. I was like, "Hey, Neil, 3D Dot Game Heroes has dropped to to thirty bucks." And I was like, "He was like, cool." And then I went and looked, and I, I think I apparently bought the you last did. copy of 3D Dot Game Heroes from Amazon because now they were selling it via Buy Dot Com for ten dollars more. Yeah, I ended up buying <laughs> it. It wasn't for thirty bucks, but I still got it for free, so I don't give a shit. Yeah, I think I still have like another ten or twenty dollars in in game credit. I, I had I had ten or twenty dollars, but then I had to buy something uh, for my mom for my dad for Father's Day because I have Amazon Prime. Mm. And then, so, my right. $10 are now, uh, my mom owes me that $10 and more. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon's been awesome lately. Yes. They really, so really have. Good, so many good games I want to get. Yeah. <clears throat> well, shall we go ahead and move on to the, the, the downloadable titles? Because we have yeah, a lot of them to go through. Which is rife of bullshit that I don't care about, but we're going to cover it anyway. <laughs> we're going to cover it. L- let's start with the, the largest one, which is Virtual Console. Um, uh, Huge was, number of was, games. Oh that my was a God. very God. subtle hey. joke. Uh, we will start with Virtual Console just so we can get it out of the way. Shadow of the Ninja from Natsumi for the NES was released on Virtual Console. This game, uh, it's like a co-op, slightly shittier than Ninja Gaiden version of Ninja Gaiden. Um, I watched a little bit of YouTube on it. Did, did you guys play this game? 
Um, no, but I did actually um, in Natsume's book at E3, they actually had the two virtual console games that they released in the book, which it's yeah. either they really want to get the word out, or Natsume doesn't have anything to show at E3. They've got nothing to show, yeah. 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 But, yeah. I, this game looked like it was fairly forgettable, but. You know, if you like Ninja Gaiden and you have a friend who also likes Ninja Gaiden for NES, then maybe this is for you. I think it's pretty clear that Virtual Console is on the way on its way out. Yeah, they're they're making their way for Virtual Console 3DS. Hell yeah! Well, I kind of wonder if I, I kind of wonder if um they have any more big releases in them. Like it seems like there's still a few games that haven't haven't launched yet, but maybe I'm crazy. And I mean, it's not like I mean, like the releases haven't been terrible. It's just that there's so few and far between. Like, they've had right. good stuff come out. It's just that, like, you only have two games a month, tops. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and move on to uh, to WiiWare, where we actually have a few things to talk about, although, God, not much. Um, probably the biggest release of the month, or it's not really quite a month, it's Almost three weeks. Almost three weeks. The, the biggest release of the the three-week period is probably Art Style Rotozoa, um, which... I don't know. I, I I haven't played this game. You guys, you guys played this game? It reminds me a lot of kind of how Flow is. I, I believe how. It yeah. Works. I haven't gotten to play it yet. I've, I'm kind of backed up with uh because I was away for a week and then E3 and everything. I haven't really caught up on. I'm way behind on video games. But Rotozoa, I mean, it's basically like you go around as this little organism and you collect other organisms or something. Like you just that. absorb them, or yeah. or alternatively, I think you can attack them depending on which side yeah. of yourself you present to the floaty thingy. Yeah. Um, the graphics looked pretty pretty cool, simple but kind of sharp. Um, I'm more interested in this than I was Light Tracks. Yeah, I think I'm probably the same way. It's only 600 points, uh, developed by by Skip. Um, is this also a remake of a Bit Generations, or is this? Original? I don't think so. I think this is an okay. original title. Okay. Well, yeah. uh, we obviously haven't played it. the The video looked kind of cool that I watched, um, but I wish I had a chance got... to play it. I, I intend on picking it up, but sadly, if any of you out there played and liked this game, send us an email at newscast at nintendoworldreport dot com, yes. which works. I swear, I promise it works. Um, I'm not sure why we've had we've had some problems with emails being returned back, and I don't know what that's about yet. We haven't been able to replicate the problem uh, on staff. So, anyway, uh, next up we have the Tales of Bearsworth Manor. There's actually two games in this series that came out: uh, chaotic conflicts and and puzzling puzzling pages. Which they showed they showed these games off at E3. I didn't play them, but what I remember hearing is that you throw paper you throw paper bears. Yeah, they're Square Enix titles. I think. Uh, Chaotic Conflicts is more of an action game, and I think Puzzling Pages is more of a puzzle game. Yeah, that's, that's uh, so I think they're both it. basically action puzzle games. Yeah. Um, but the, the the art style looks kind of interesting. It looks yeah. kind of. If you want to throw paper bears, I mean. Yeah. Where else are you gonna go? I mean, it's Square Enix, so they there's a little bit of a pedigree behind it, but but it, it didn't look amazing. But it looked better than Zoo Disc Golf, which I'll lead into next, which looks completely awful. I yes, can't it believe it's one thousand points. <laughs> um, it, I am. I was. I, I wrote up the, uh, the the article for that week's downloads, and I kind of questioned that. You know, it didn't mention if it used Wii Motion Plus or not. Having now watched the video for this game, I would be shocked if it used Wii Motion Plus. <laughs> yeah, it looks like they barely Where figured out how to make the controller to work at all. This game and release it on WiiWare, like. Yeah, it looks so bad. They didn't even like name the characters. It's just like Panda. Panda. 
And I like how the panda is sucking its gut in. Oh, it looks so bad. Ostrich. Um, Seal. Now you're just naming random animals. Triceratops. Oh, God. I don't think they have those in zoos yet. Maybe maybe tomorrow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> next up is Bejeweled 2, which is... Surprisingly, the sequel to Bejeweled from PopCap, uh, 1,000 points. Um, I actually just bought this on my iPhone because it has the uh, Bejeweled Blitz um, Facebook game on it. I'm kind of doubting that the Wii version has any Facebook integration, uh, which is too bad yeah. because Bejeweled yeah. Blitz is actually Bejeweled strangely Blitz is addicting. fucking intense. Yeah, like, I, I don't understand it. That, that cut down productivity during finals, like, tenfold. Yeah. I uh, I suck at it because I noticed that like everyone else on my on my Facebook contacts list is getting like three times the score that I am. But yeah, um, no, I was proud of the couple times I broke a hundred thousand. That, that was yeah, all I could muster. Yeah, I kind of wonder like if if they're gonna bring this game out and the uh, the other platforms are able to do Facebook integration, how hard could it possibly be to do on Wii? Makes you wonder. Yeah, it it it, it would be nice because I would if it had Facebook integration and and maybe it does. I shouldn't say that it doesn't. I don't know that it does, but I would be as, surprised. As far as what does. I've seen from trailers and stuff, I don't believe it does. Yeah, I believe if it that did, it just has, I might has actually support. buy it. I think that's the only Wii exclusive thing it has, that's and it uses the pointer. Right. Um, next up, we have arcade sports, which is like bowling, pool, um, snooker, and ice hockey. I was and, offered uh, this game, hockey. and I turned if it you down. Ever, if you've ever been in a bowling alley, you've already played all four of those games, yeah. and I wouldn't recommend playing them on Wii. Uh, it doesn't look all that great. You already have a better version of bowling, and you really, if you really yeah, feel best, like you need The best a version of bowling game, then... came with the fucking system. Right. No one should try <laughs> to make another bowling game. Like, give yeah, it up, it guys. it seems like a really bad idea. Yard Sale Hidden Treasures, uh, Sunnyville is the title of the game, from Konami, actually, which is surprising. It's based For off five... of a PC game. Really? Yeah, like it, or it was a PC game, and it got oh, ported to Wii, and it looks like they're just it's basically like there's a bunch of mini finder. games, and like there's picture finding stuff in it too. Yeah, five hundred points. It didn't look particularly enticing, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. Uh, if you like finding hidden treasures in a virtual yard sale, knock yourself out. Um, who does? Next up is yeah, who doesn't exactly? Real fishing challenge two from Natsume for five hundred. Which points. apparently is supposed to be a fantastic fishing game. <laughs> well, good. I think yeah, yeah I think I I wrote the write up for this and it actually sounded like they did a pretty decent job of bringing a uh, fishing game. I, I kind of feel like a fishing game is exactly the kind of thing I might spend five dollars on and no more. Yeah. Um, because I've always kind of been curious about why they keep making making fishing video games. Uh, maybe I could spend five dollars and actually learn. Yeah, why and I think Real Fishing <laughs> Challenge the first one was also pretty good. Really? Yeah. Was that also a WiiWare? Yeah. Hmm. You don't see a lot of uh, franchises on WiiWare. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, there, there's a two after the title. Yeah, there is a two. I suppose that's well. There's a lot of there's a lot of WiiWare games that are twos that are just sequels to Facebook games or yeah, not like Facebook Bejeweled games, but I, the iPhone games, really, yeah. for that matter. <laughs> uh, Lead the Meerkats is the next game from Lapland Studios. That's one thousand points. Did you guys uh, check this game out? I didn't get a chance to check. I, didn't this see I remember it. we had an interview with uh, Lapland a long time ago. And uh, I guess this game got cut up in some kind of certification process, but I, I forget exactly what the game was about. <laughs> you lead lemurs. It sounds like Lemmings. I'm going to go ahead and say it's exactly like Lemmings. Confirmed. Okay, cool. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Um, although, why is why is Lemmings not out on WiiWare? 
Come on. That's a no-brainer. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm Lemmings so- has I a don't know. I don't know who holds the uh, the license for that or, like, who owns the, the property. Psychnosis? Is that the name of the, the, the old development house? I forget what it was. They had, they had a trippy logo, though, back... I, I had it for Genesis, the Lemmings Lemmings for Genesis. I think they had I a trippy... played it on Genesis 2. That was my very first Genesis game, actually. I got it I, I got it with the system on Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite the exciting uh, game I was hoping for, but I still loved it. I got Sonic uh, on Christmas. And that's actually all the games that are out on WiiWare for the last three weeks. Like Shit, I said, really? not... That yeah, that, that's it. Thank you. Um, let's move on to DSiWare, where we have... Oh, God, not much better. Um, <laughs> spin Spin 6 from Nintendo. This one will cost you 500 points. Did either of you guys take a look at this? It looks like it's a puzzle game of some kind. Um, all right, so so I did look at this. It's published by Nintendo. I couldn't find out who developed it, though. But apparently There's a lot of those on It looks, looks kind of like a Bejeweled Twist, which came out on DSiWare a while ago, and I think there was a Bejeweled Twist DS retail game, too. Okay. And this is different for Bejeweled in that, like, instead of you're basically like turning like a, a square of of uh, jewels around instead of just like replacing like moving two back and forth. And with this one, it's like you're spinning numbers to line up. I think the same numbers or equaling, or I guess maybe you're e- trying to add up to six. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Hmm. And okay. Apparently, the, the presentation and art style is reminiscent of WarioWare, in that they have like really? a lot of like random like Snapple Cat facts. So. That's bizarre. Yeah, but it seems cool, weird. I, I don't know. I'm I'm curious to find out who developed it. But I don't. Think, yeah. I think this is a game. If it was 200 points, I'd probably get it. But it's five bucks, so I probably won't. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up is Puffins. Let's fish Let's. from Other Ocean for 500 <laughs> points. This is actually like not the first Puffins Let's Blank game. Yeah, I'm there was a mistaken. Puffins retail game. I believe it may have been Puffins Adventure. And Other Ocean is actually the guys who made Dark Void Zero. Oh, very cool. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, That's a great game. Yeah, this game, I know, I, I watched a video for it. You lead a puffin around underwater with the stylus, and I think you eat fish. Oh. Whoa. Sounds, uh, really... Puffin-rific. Hours and really hours of fun. Exciting. <laughs> seconds and seconds of fun. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait to go buy a DSi and then buy this game. You know, DSi. there's like 20, or actually, you know, there's about 35 DSiWare games that are totally worth your time. I think some guy did a feature on it a while ago. I don't remember <laughs> that. <laughs> I think I'll just buy a 3DS. Yeah, um, uh, next... DSiWare better fucking be compatible with that. God damn it. It won't be. They know it's an issue, you. but they're I not going to do you, anything Zach. with it. What? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have Mega Words from Digital Leisure for 500 points. It's a series of word games like Hangman, Word Scramblers, and Anagram Hunt. Um, you probably already have this, just so you know. Just check, just go onto your, your DSi and check the list of games you've already purchased. I'm willing to bet <laughs> you already have this game or one exactly like it. Just, just take my word or for it. Or just go it's online on your and system. search like Anagram Hunt or Hangman. <laughs> yeah. Three of the four links you get will be porn, but the fourth one will be the same exactly. <laughs> Don't need to pay for it. <laughs> Moving on, we have that Super Swap. With so many things I search for. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what's that T-Rex doing to that poor woman? <laughs> I think, uh, let's just skip Super Swap. Uh, okay, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's a jewel. It's 500 points. 
And let's move on to the other one, since this is relevant. Legendary Humans, <laughs> or Legendary Wars T-Rex Rumble from God. Interplay for $8 for 800 All right, Zach, hey. tell us about this game. I watched this at uh, Andy's. Andy told me to watch this. And uh, it's kind of like, I don't know, a little bit like Pikmin, but with yeah. cavemen. Yeah, it's an RTS featuring or, humans attacking dinos. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the humans here are attacking dinosaurs. And the only dinosaurs they showed, it's called T-Rex Rumble, and they did briefly show a T-Rex uh, in the last few seconds of the trailer, but all the rest of the dinosaurs were palette swaps of a cartoony Dilophosaurus from Jurassic Park, and they spit venom. <laughs> and... Um, and you collect food and fight these cartoony dinosaurs. So those are basically have... the bulb orbs. Yes, bulb orbs, but they're little. Okay. And um, Do I don't want to talk about this anymore. All right, let's move on. <laughs> no, the T-Rex I'm eats sorry. the cavemen. The, the Dilophosaurus just kind of scratch at you and spit venom. So much fossil evidence for that. Oh, my God. <laughs> let's move on to a Kappa's Trail from Nintendo. Uh... Made by, by Brownie look, Brown. This looked yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. You directed Kappa. This is not the first Kappa it's game, though. They had one before, didn't they? On DSiWare? Like, I kind of feel like I have already seen this trailer. Like, I watched the trailer, and I thought, this looks very familiar. I don't think so. Hmm. Am I crazy? Maybe it's Maybe. possible that I'm crazy. I mean, you are crazy, but you might am be crazy. right about this. I don't know. Well, yeah, basically, you just, the, the little cap on the screen, you basically just draw a path for him to move and to collect right. coins. And he follows the path, and then you have to avoid enemies. Yeah, so basically, it's basically, it's, it's basically Spirit Tracks or uh, Phantom Hourglass. Well, like, it's the kind of game that would be incredibly easy to play if you use the D pad, but instead of using the D pad, they make you draw a path with the stylus. Um, so it's just like Phantom Hourglass. <laughs> Oh, God. Someday I'm, I'm going to play that game. I promise. No, don't do it. <laughs> I've had it forever. I've still never played it. Well, I've never played more than, like, two hours of it. My Zelda playthrough needs to continue one of these days, but I need to get motivation to play Oracle of Ages first. just <laughs> don't have that motivation yet. Um, moving on from Kappa's Trail, we have Telegraph Crosswords. Um, the thing I said earlier about word scramblers, yeah, that thing still applies. It's a crossword. <laughs> I think. I guess I didn't even look at the trailer for this. Did, did you, Neil? No. I mean, it's a yeah. fucking crossword game. Like, I would I assume... A crossword, I already have a crossword, crossword game. game on the DS, not the DSi, but... Attention listeners, Dude, if this is DS not a crossword game, game and we're wrong about this, yeah, please feel free to comment and call us out on it. Yeah. But uh, I would be I shocked. Think we're, like, I think, I think we're right in this one. Telegraph Crosswords is a first-person shooter! <laughs> 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 It's a highly evolved technical <laughs> it's actually espionage. A years of war. It's a it's a fifteen hour <laughs> RPG <laughs> with RTS and first person shooter elements. Yep. And it is five hundred points. <laughs> uh, moving on next, we have a couple of different flips titles. This is of course the long his historic running series of interactive books from EA. We have Silent But Deadly and The Magic <laughs> Faraway Tree. Um, what the fuck? Magic <laughs> Faraway Tree. <laughs> like, Silent But Deadly, actually, I read the little paragraph about Silent But Deadly, and it's just like, 
Mr. Ross has gone insane, and we need to find out what's wrong with him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, why? It's almost as Uh. bad a title as Pentatentacle. (laughs) But I love Magical Faraway Tree. It's not just magical, but it is also far away. (laughs) It's not even magical, it's just the magic faraway tree. Yeah. Well, it's not near you, otherwise it wouldn't be magic. You don't have magic near you. Have you. you have to get to it. Somewhere By the end of the that. game, it's just the magic tree. <laughs> it loses some of the its title... luster. Yeah, the title screen changes <laughs> when you beat it because you've got to the tree. I kind of feel like maybe we're not in the target demographic for yeah. the Flip series. One of these days, um, I might have to bite the bullet and get one of these games just to see what the fuck is up with I'm them. I'm kind of curious how, how interactive they are, because they're kind of built as like interactive stories, but yeah. I kind of get the feeling they're basically like like graphic, like really basic graphic novels, like they're picture books kind of, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I might have to are. get that Surviving High School game, just because that's yeah. the, probably the funniest paragraph I have ever read on a Nintendo press yeah, release. I remember that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think you should do that. I think you should report back. <laughs> I, I think I you still, should review I it. I still like that press release where they didn't actually tell you what you do in the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Let's move on. Uh, Zach, you watched a trailer for this. How about Music on Electronic Keyboard from Abbey Light for 200 points? This didn't look too bad. For 200 points, it's something you might pick up. It looks like... Uh, you know, a little virtual keyboard, and it has different kinds of uh, keyboard instruments, and it has, you can create chords and record things, and you can record a kind of a bass track, and then play on top of that, and it, it didn't look too bad. Looks Not like bad. a little recording studio with a keyboard on the bottom. It, it can't be worse than Easy Piano, which I still haven't put together a video review of yet, but well, I promise well, you it's it, coming eventually. Well, here's the thing, you know, this DSiWare game doesn't come with a retarded little piano. Yeah, that's I always exactly. see Easy Piano on stores, and I weep for you. You've yeah, seen it it's... in stores? I never have. Yeah, I, I... That's actually surprising. I did not think that was going to be really widely released. It, it was, apparently. Apparently it was. It's damned. probably the kind of thing where my local play and trade, they're like, oh yeah, we got in, uh, we got in 20 copies of this Easy Piano, but you want what game? Muramasa? What the hell is that? Yeah. <laughs> Muramusa? Oh, moving on, we have 16-shot Shooting Watch Which by this Hudson is actually, for 200 um, points. Yeah, it's 200 points. It's from Hudson, but I don't know if anyone's familiar with uh, Master Higgins. Uh, oh, yeah. The, I forget the guy's, like, his real name, but um, it's basically this dude who was at Hudson back in the day who could uh, shoot 16 shots a second or something along huh. those lines. He could press the button 16 huh. shots very, very quickly. Oh, I quickly. see what you're saying. I forget what kind of... Uh, I forget, like, I think it's a second. I, no, it can't be a second. That's fucking impossible. But I forget, I forget how long, but he used to be, he used to be able to... He's uh, like a hummingbird. Yes, click that A button very, very fast, and you can train to be like him in this game for $2. <laughs> Thanks, That's exactly what I, I want to really, do. I really yeah. appreciate the time you put into developing this game. I'm, I'm going to have to go watch a trailer for that. Didn't, didn't you look for one, Zach, and you couldn't find one? I don't yeah, think one exists, because no. it really is. Yeah. It's just, it's a shooting watch. Nice. <laughs> 200 points. Uh, moving on to Flame Tail from Nintendo for 500 points. This looked um, all right. This, this, yeah. This is Snake crossed with Breakout. Or it's the uh, the square part of Maboshi's Arcade. Oh. 
it is basically okay, that okay. with a few new frills. I don't know if it looked like it was worth $5, but you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely just because I didn't really like the square part of Boshi's Arcade that much. I thought it was the weakest part of it. But, I mean, if you like the square section of Boshi's Arcade, you should definitely get this game. And if you don't know what the hell I'm talking about, go get Boshi's Arcade. It's a really kick-ass game. <laughs> it's on WiiWare. It's $8. Okay. I may do that. Um, next up, we have Don't Cross the Line by Access Games. I actually thought this one looked kind of cool. Um, mm-hmm. they, they give you a... a sc- the screen has sets of squares. Like, it'll have, like, two green, two blue, two orange. Yep. And you have to draw a line between the like-colored squares, and you can't cross the lines. Um, it's basically like... I, I've seen puzzles like this in, like, a like a paper and pen puzzle book. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, you can make the lines curved if you want. You just got to draw a, a, some kind of a, a connected path between the two colored squares. And I... I watched, like, the first three puzzles, and they looked pretty simple, but I would have to imagine that it would get yeah. more I mean, uh, complicated bucks, as it goes. I mean, for two bucks, right? It's, it's only a $2 yeah. game, right? That, that, that actually sounds pretty good if you're into that. It story. does, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it, was, it was clean. It wasn't, it wasn't like, messy or, or overproduced. It was exactly what it needed to be, which is a simple, clean, simple, clear $2 puzzle game. Uh, nice. Good job on Axis for that one. Um, Fire Panic. This is sort of like... They give you like a little, like a, not like a grid, but like a, a kind of a very simplistic map with streets on it and buildings, and the buildings catch on fire, and you draw a path from the fire truck to the closest building that's on fire, and you put them out as fast as you can. The buildings keep catching on fire over and over again because that's what, you know, that's what happens when you live in a crappy DSI town. Um, <laughs> and yeah, you just, you just, Put them out as fast as you can. You draw a lot. You, you draw a path to each building as it's burning up, and I guess you just last as long as you can. It looked, looked pretty simple, but it was only 200 points, uh, so it could be kind of fun. My guess is it's pretty. It gets pretty intense. It, it kind of had like you know, kind of like your your maybe kind of related to like Diner Dash, where basically you're just trying to like micromanage like a spatial area as much as you can, and eventually you will lose, but. The, the idea is to see how, how long you can play. Yeah. Um, so that could be kind of fun. It, it had kind of a cool little... It looked kind of like a Phoenix Wright-ish sort of presentation in terms of the storyline. Cutscenes with, with, with dialogue and whatnot, but the game itself was pretty pretty different. Uh, and then... Oh, last one is Flips. We've already talked about Flips. That is the end of three weeks' worth of Nintendo downloads. Um... And for the most part, it was a pretty poor lineup, I would say, mm-hmm. sadly. Yeah. I expected no major I mean, there's, there's a few decent games in it, but there was really nothing. Yeah. No, no, I really expected big. some powerhouses around E3. Yeah, I did too, actually. Um, have they already released all three Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Country games? Yes. They I have, have haven't they? Okay. 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 That's one of those ones that I, I played recently on Super Nintendo. Like, I ran when the Wii came out, and then when they came out on a virtual console, I didn't care because I could remember playing them. And now you'll be playing it again this holiday season. Yeah. Well, I'm cool with that, but the new one looks really good. I kind of feel like the arcade version of Donkey Kong is ripe for a WiiWare remake. Like, just mm-hmm. pretty up the graphics yeah. and make the make the original Donkey Kong again. There hasn't been a good update of that game. Since There's Donkey the game... Kong 94? Right, yeah, since that one. Oh, it's that just probably been. one of the best Game Boy games, in my opinion. Yeah, oh, yeah. And like I think wasn't Mario versus Donkey Kong kind of supposed to be a throwback to that? Yeah, well, oh, I mean, yeah. that's kind of like the, the the evolution of the Donkey Kong '94 the idea. style. 
I think you know they, they've they've gotten a lot of mileage out of taking their old franchises and printing them up for uh, for the Wii download service, like with Excite Bike and and um, Contra. And well, they didn't do Contra, but it, it has been done on WiiWare quite a few times. I would I would actually probably be up for buying a ten dollar version of Donkey Kong if it had prettier graphics. Well, did and you guys see the, uh, new the news that Reggie admitted to the fact that they don't really do download service as well? I thought, yeah. I thought it was Iwata. I thought it was Iwata who said that. I thought it was my, Miyamoto and Iwata both kind of agreeing. It was probably everyone. Yeah. And I thought to myself, you have an online strategy? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's definitely uh, the one thing they keep on fucking up. Like, I mean, there's there are definitely gems on WiiWare and DSiWare, but it's kind of hard to sift they're through. They're accidental. Not. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move on to the retail releases. Let's move on to the retail releases. I am I am sleepy. <laughs> um, we have about a good eight or so releases. Let's kick it off with Green Day Rock Band for Wii. This came out on June 8th. Um, this is, I mean, look, you, you know what you're getting yourself into. You, you, you've got Green Day and you've got Rock Band. Both of these things have been around for ages. Uh, I think Green Day a little bit longer than Rock Band. So, if you buy Green Day Rock Band, you know what you're getting. You're, you know what you're getting. So, yeah. I reviewed, it. Don't I reviewed it. It's, uh, I gave it an 8. It's a good game. I mean, I'm not super into Green Day, but it's a good game. I would totally be interested in this if they had any songs whatsoever from Kerplunk, which is yeah, my favorite. That is album, unfortunate. I loved playing through Dookie, though. That was definitely my highlight of the game. How did they not Dookie have is... certain games, certain songs from every album? I think they didn't have they didn't have rights to anything yeah, before Dookie because I think Green, because Green Day wasn't label. really on a major label until Dookie. Until Dookie, oh, yeah, I exactly. See. So I mean, I really really love a lot of the songs on Kerplunk, and if they had gotten them, I would probably have actually bought this, but they didn't. So and they're not going to do any DLC apparently. Yeah, although there would probably be DLC on Rock Band for Green Day. Probably. So yeah. that's kind of the, the shining light if they can ever get the rights to Kerplunk. I imagine it will show up on Rock Band. Absolutely. Proper. Um, Tiger Woods 11 came out on 6-8 yeah, for Wii. We of course, about we, we've already talked about this. We're going to have a review up very shortly with uh, Zach I and very shortly. Neil. I don't know yes. about very shortly. Well, yeah. These Neil double will, reviews always get delayed. Neil will have his review ready to go very shortly, and then Zach and him will team up on collaborating on that yeah. review. Um, but, yeah. We'll do Tiger Woods 11. Cool. Mega Man Zero Collection, another, another game we talked about. That I came will out have a review also up on June 8th. That one will be up very soon. Buy it if you like. Uh, sorry, Getting buy your it if ass you don't like yourself. You. Buy it if you hate yourself. Self-loathing yeah, people buy this game. James will love this game. He, doesn't he already? <laughs> yeah, he does already. That's true. I think he does. Uh, Toy Story 3 came out on uh, June 15th. Is that when the movie came out, too? Um, I think so. The movie came out later that week. I think the okay. Uh, Go see the, buzz the movie. Is, the yeah, buzz is the movie is I fantastic. I can't wait to see the movie. But apparently... Uh, I know the DS version. I don't know exactly what's cool about that. I know it's direct. Uh, it's developed by N Space, and they have a pretty good. Track oh, they do record. good work. Yeah, yeah, and the Wii version is. I mean, I think it's kind of a like downscaled port of the 360 and PS3 version, As which usual. apparently isn't that bad. Like, hmm. I kind of feel like it shouldn't be that hard to make a Toy Story game. Yeah. To be honest, it shouldn't think, be that hard. I mean, it lends itself well to the to, to a video game. Yeah. The old Super Nintendo game for the first Toy Story, remember that? That was good shit. Yeah, it was. I never actually played that. Never actually Platformer. played that. Platformer. I, I, I should yeah. go do that. Um, Kid Adventures, Sky Captain. 
which came out on June 15th. Neil, you've talked about this one already. Yes. Um, yeah, I will be working on the review. I'll be cracking up the game real soon and probably have a review out sometime next week. So keep posted for that, guys. Is this a, is this a video game prequel to the movie starring Jude Law? That would be pretty fantastic if it was. No, Sky it's actually, Captain in the World of it's Yesterday. It's actually a, a kid-themed Pilot Wings, looks like. Oh, hey. And, Very awesome. And it's Very only awesome. 20 bucks, so that's pretty cool. That's awesome. If it turns out to be good, I mean, and you really like Pilot Wings, it, this could be a game to pick up, and I will tell you if it turned out to be good or not very soon. Last up, we have four releases from June 22nd. Two of them have the word Transformers in the title, <laughs> uh, one of which is the DS version of War for Cybertron, which is sort of the multi-platform And it also have, game, uh, but... that actually has two versions of it, Autobots and Decepticons. Oh, really? Oh, right. I didn't know that. Yeah. Awesome. And then we got Cybertron Adventures for the Wii, which is, I think, what we got for the Wii in replacement of War for Cybertron, which did not come out for Wii. I'm kind um, of disturbed that we got a entirely separate version. Yeah, it's developed by Next Level Games, though, so that's pretty cool. Oh, okay. And they're the guys who did Punch-Out, Mario Strikers Charged, and Spider-Man Threat Well, that's That's good. actually a fairly decent resume right there. Yeah. So that could be good. Uh, Puzzle Quest 2 came out. Um, I should be having my hands all over that game very shortly. Hopefully it'll get here in the next couple of days. Um, and then, so last first but not least... Were, hold on. First you were addicted to uh, Cross 3D. Yes. And now you're going to start the Puzzle Quest 2. I, uh, you know, I didn't really love Puzzle Quest 1 as much as everyone else did. I mm. think I kind of found the RPG elements to be not well enough done to be interesting. And at the end of the day, it was just Bejeweled. Um, yeah. I'm kind of curious to see what I think about this one. I, I haven't played Puzzle Quest in a long time. Also, the first, you know, everyone uh, everyone knows, the first Puzzle Quest for DS was kind of buggy. And it was just, it was kind of frustrating to play. Uh, word on the street is that the second Puzzle Quest for DS fixes a lot of those issues. So if that's the case, if, if they can make the barrier to play uh, a little bit lower, a little bit easier to just pick up and play and, and not get annoyed by the, by the programming problems, then I will probably actually play the crap out of it. So yeah, uh, I mean, we shall what see. I've seen about it, I, I saw it was at uh, it was at PAX. It was at E3, and I saw it at a D3 event shortly after PAX. But it looks like it's a uh, it looks like it's not going to be as buggy, or at least that's what they say. And it looks like they've kind of just improved the way the game flows. That's fine for me. Yeah. You know, and part of the part of the thing that I think turned me off from Puzzle Quest is that, you know, I'm not a big RPG gamer, but one of the things I do love about RPGs is the sense of exploration. Well, that's not at Puzzle Quest. It's not in Puzzle Quest at all. They basically took all the things I don't really like about RPGs and made that the RPG part of of the game. So, and I don't really know if that's the same for Puzzle Quest 2. I haven't really done a lot of reading on it. Um, my guess is it probably is, but but it'd be cool. it'd be kind of cool if there was actually some some good old fashioned exploration to be doing in this game. Um, but we'll find out, I guess, when we play it. Last but not least, Dragon Ball Origins 2, also on June 22nd. This is another DS title. It um, retcons the original game. Yeah, it's the second Origins. Huh. It's like, just in case you thought you knew where everyone came from in the Dragon Ball series, you probably <laughs> should play the second DS game to get a better handle on it. You know, in case you know, you're a big Dragon Ball fan, you've read all the comics, you've seen all the anime, and you've, I don't know, 
whatever the hell else Dragon Ball does. You don't really know how everything started <laughs> until you played Dragon Ball Origins 2 on DS, for what it's worth. You right, think so you know, true. but you don't So this know. is a little, uh, little bit of a tangent here, but have either of you guys seen anything related to the Dragon Ball Evolution movie or the Street Fighter Legend of Chun-Li movie? I don't give a shit about either one. I uh, no. actually I watched Street Fighter Legend of Chung Lee last night. Holy shit. It is terrible. Like, I think at one point Ant Bison ate a baby. Like wow. <laughs> sure about it. But I think that might have happened. Well he's got blue glowing <laughs> energy from nowhere. He's gotta stock up his energy somewhere. Yeah, yeah, pretty sure he ate a baby. Stone cells, oh, man. And you know, I, I've I kind of like I, I, I saw House of the Dead in the theaters. And ever oh since then, I gosh. haven't really had the ambition to see a video game movie. Um, Why would but, you, you know, do House that to yourself? Was, House of the Dead was just really something else. Like, it was really something, completely on a whole other level in terms of how to ruin a movie from the word go. <laughs> um, but It was Uwe Boll's first first video game movie. Yeah. Was, was it his first one? Oh, God. Yep. And the, the, he went the, on to direct the, Blood Rain. They would. They and would with Sir Ben Kingsley. I loved how in that movie, when that. when someone died, it actually showed footage from the video game, and then like the camera spun around their character and faded to red, like they had lost a life in a video game. Oh like, my that's god! Just... Man, I never saw that movie. Now I kind of want to see it. You should definitely see House of the Dead. Watch out for like the seventeen pairs of boobs in the first five minutes. <laughs> Watching that movie, yeah, like, I am all over. It's kind this of movie. like it's kind of jarring to see so many boobs next to a Sega logo, but they do in fact have, have <laughs> that exact. That exact thing. It's like they really knew knew the kind of audience they were going for in this game. Or, yeah. Well, nice. By the way, guys, Overkill Two is happening. Yeah, really? That's what, I, that's what I heard. I'm excited. Yeah, um, that's what I you probably heard from me. Yeah, I know. Because I actually uh, kind of got the scoop on that. I uh, I was playing Lord of the Rings: Aragorn's Quest, which is the the, the developer of House of the Dead Overkills. Because you felt um, sorry for them. Yeah. Well, no, actually, I, it looks a lot better this year. Truth be told. Um, I still need to finish writing my impressions on it, but I was pretty impressed with how Aragorn's Quest was. I ended up playing that for a, a half an hour. Although part wow, of that was wow. because I was talking to the developer from Headstrong Games, and I made a comment about how, like, oh man, I loved Overkill. He's like, well, then you might be very happy because I'm gonna, I, like, we have a meeting with Sega later today, and I'm just like, oh shit, really? And, you know, started talking to him more, and then the next day, I went back and talked to him, and was just like, oh, so how'd that meeting go? And he just had the biggest grin in the world on his face. And he was just nice. like, you'll be very happy. That's awesome. But that's So great. Overkill 2 is pretty much a go. So, I hope they uh, clean up the look, but otherwise, I mean, yeah, they can't it, do anything wrong with it. Apparently, we'll also be going to, uh, it'll also be coming to move as well. And I think they might mm. be porting the first one to move, but I'm not sure about that. Like that's Dead fine. Space. Yeah. Yeah. That's I awesome. Think, yeah. I'll buy that. that Overkill's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it really, really is. That's a fantastic game. I should go play that tonight. Like, Hell yeah. It's a fantastic game. If it weren't for the fact that I actually played it through recently, I, I would probably be doing the same. <laughs> I think I've played through the first half of that game with about six different people. Yeah. It's just I need so to like play fun. through the director's cut. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, you know that's some that's that's some uh, that's some nice fresh news for you on the newscast. You know, we we don't get to break news very often because yeah. podcasting isn't exactly the ideal format for breaking news. But there you go, breaking news. We busted we that news. It's one of like the four scoops I've gotten in my in my uh, 
my career as a news. Your illustrious career, yes. I think one of my other ones, um, the fact that Flip's, Flip's Twisted World was delayed till September and why it was delayed. Um, Huge. There was no man coming to DS. That that was a scoop. And then Conduit confirmed having no local multiplayer. Right. That was important. Right I like that one. Yeah. Conduit 2, baby. It's going to have local multiplayer. That actually looks fucking awesome at E3, by the way. Yeah. Uh, that is, Looked that is better than the first time. game. Yeah, a lot better than the first game. You know, I saw Conduit on sale at Fred Meyer for 20 bucks, and I said, eh, it's still too much. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, Andy, didn't you get it for like 12? Yeah, and I, I just, played it about two hours so I could talk about it for, on, on RFN, and I haven't gone back to it yet. Yeah. yeah I actually have it out, because right? I, I kind of want to go back and at least play a little bit of it, just because after seeing Conduit 2. Does it, does you it, have does to get Conduit caught up on the story. Have, uh, does Conduit 1 have any co-op? No. Mm, that's too Dude, bad. Conduit 2, I mean, if they deliver on what they're promising, it's going to be a great game. But I don't think that's really the time for uh, saying that right now. We could talk about that after we wrap this bitch up. <laughs> Excellent. Well, everyone, thank you for tuning in to this oversized three-week post-E3 version of Newscast. I know it's you've probably you know heard enough about E3 already, so I, I can promise you... Next time you listen to the newscast, there'll probably be not a whole lot of E3 talk on it. Um, and that's all we got for you. Let's go ahead and close this out for NWR Newscast. I am Andy Gergen. And then I'm what's Zach your names? Miller. Yeah, here's I'm Zach Neil Ronahan, and you should subscribe to us on iTunes and give us a review and do all that other cool stuff. Because, Follow uh, us on on the on the Twitters, uh, twitter.com slash NWR Newscast. Leave us a review on iTunes. Email us newscast at nintendoworldreport.com. You, you can follow myself on Twitter at uh, NWR underscore Neil. And then I am NWR underscore Drew NG. Yeah, and Zach is not on Twitter. <laughs> I don't see the point. I have a Facebook account. I have. They're, they're the same thing. You're, you're, you're doing it right. You're, 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 you really are doing it right, Zach. I do what I can because I don't know any better. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Thank Good night, you. everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye.